Hi, and thank you for joining us again on the Pennsylvania Budget and Policy Center podcast. I'm John York, Communications Director for PBPC. Uh, and this week we're joined by Mark Steer, who is our director. Mark's going to talk about uh, his recent report about corporate tax breaks in Pennsylvania. Mark, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, John. So uh, before we get into the report, I, I want to get um, the most common pushback to the idea that corporate tax cuts are a problem uh, sort of out of the way, or let's let's frame the discussion by starting with that. And so the idea is that many um, of the corporate tax cuts um, that you talk about in the report are actually good because that's how you grow the economy with um, you know corporate tax cuts. Uh, or tax cuts for uh, folks at the top. Um, so, you know, before we get into the effect of those corporate tax cuts, can you talk about how we should be thinking uh, about the general idea of corporate tax cuts? Yeah, it's a great place to start. And I think it's the important place to start because people need to understand the context of this issue. Uh, and as you say, people have argued for 25 years in Pennsylvania since 1980 in the country as a whole that the way to grow the economy is to cut taxes for corporations and for rich people. And the idea is if they have more money, they'll invest more. If they invest more, we'll get economic growth and we'll get jobs. The problem is it hasn't worked. Cutting corporate taxes either in nationwide or in Pennsylvania and other states such as Ohio that have tried it has not led new investment, new economic growth, new jobs. North cutting income taxes on the rich generate economic growth and new jobs, as the experience of Kansas and Louisiana shows. Let's think about what this means for states, and it'll be easy to understand. Tax cutting on the federal level has led to deep budget deficits. But when you have business corporations that have easy access to capital now, because they're making high profits, because the stock market is high, because interest rates are low, Cutting their taxes, which are a minuscule part of their business, just doesn't make much difference. And in some ways, the problem is even worse. At least the federal government can run deficits, but states can't run deficits. So states that have sharply cut taxes on corporations and the rich have, on the one hand, increased taxes on working people and the middle class in order to make up for it. And on the other hand, they've deeply cut budgets, especially for education, human services, and infrastructure. What's the result? People have less money in their pockets, they spend less, uh, and the economy doesn't grow as fast. Working class and middle class people, uh, if you tax them more, they have less money to spend. Uh, if you ta tax rich people less, they just save it. And if you cut their funding for education and you cut their funding for healthcare and for housing and for childcare, again, they have less money to spend. And it's consumption, not investment that drives the economy. Businesses don't have any reason to invest unless people want to buy what they're producing. And when you cut consumption by raising taxes in the middle class and cutting their benefits, you actually cut consumption. And what you see is economic stagnation, slow growth, no new jobs. And that's simply been the experience all around the country. Um, the tax cuts on rich people and tax cuts on corporations have widened the economic inequality have made things better, certainly for the corporations and the people who own them, but they have not helped working people. They have not helped uh, middle-class people. So now let's get into the report a little bit. 
Um, the report puts uh, a price tag essentially on corporate tax cuts in Pennsylvania. Can you talk about what that price tag is? But also, can you talk about what the taxpayers in Pennsylvania are getting for that cost? Sure. We tried to measure this two different ways. On the one hand, we looked at tax cut by tax cut. We eliminated one whole tax on businesses uh, in the state, the capital stock and franchise tax. We cut other taxes uh, for business by um, reducing the size of the, uh, the base that we the, apply the corporate net income tax to. We've increased tax credits. And year after year, it adds up. We estimate that about $4.1 billion in tax revenue uh, is lost right now uh, per year because of all the tax cutting since 2002. Then we looked at it another way, and we looked at what percentage of all state revenues come from corporate taxes of one kind or another? And back in the 70s and 80s, uh, it was about 27% over a number of years. It's down to about 15%. If we were still getting 27% of tax revenues from corporations, we'd have by that measure another $4.2 billion a year in tax revenues. Um, so regardless of which, which method you use, we get about the same results. We're losing about $4 billion in revenues. Now, what does that meant for people? For, on the one hand, it's given us the most upside down tax system in the country in which people in the bottom 20% and in the middle 20% pay almost twice as much, and for the bottom 20%, more than twice as much uh, in terms of the, their tax rate as people in the 1% do. And that really should be a scandal. Why are people in the top 1% paying at a much lower rate, at half the rate of people in the bottom 20%, when people in the top 1% have an average income of about $1.6 million, and the top income in the bottom 20% is around $21,000. So that's just a scandal. Um, and not only have we seen taxes fall much more heavily on uh, low-income and middle-income people, we've cut services. Uh, we've spent far less on environmental protection. Uh, spending on education, uh, after inflation is 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 down. Um, to the extent that it's not down in the state, it's because local uh, school districts are raising their property taxes. And if all the people who are concerned about their property taxes in the state and in a, in a swath of the state uh, around the uh, southeast Pennsylvania, there's some real concern. If they didn't want to pay those kind of property taxes, they shouldn't uh, have... Uh, encourage politicians to cut corporation taxes because that's where the burden is falling. It's on, on property taxes because we haven't kept up with state spending for education. Uh, our roads and bridges, our transit systems, all underfunded because we don't have enough money coming in from corporations. So that's the negative. On the plus side, no one can point to any higher level of business investment in the state or any job creation as a result of these corporate tax cuts. It's, it's been bad public policy in which we've carried out the agenda of the very rich in corporations, and the rest of us have not done well at all as a result. So let's talk about some of the proposals to fix that problem in the new report. I, I think a lot of people have heard of uh, closing the Delaware loophole. And in this report, um, 
the prescription uh, is called combined reporting, which would, you know, in essence, close that Delaware loophole and then some. Can you explain what all that means and uh, and why it would benefit everyday Pennsylvanians and families who are paying taxes themselves in Pennsylvania? Sure. So the Delaware loophole is just a shorthand for how corporations avoid paying tax. Here's the incredible thing. Uh, all the big corporations you can name, um, the Walmarts, the General Motors, uh, others, they have subsidiaries in Pennsylvania, and those subsidiaries show no profits. Uh, and as a result, they don't pay any taxes to the state of Pennsylvania. Now, you can't see that. You see General Motors dealerships all over the, the state. Why are they there if they're not making profits? Well, of course, they really are making profits. But what these companies do is they arrange their books in a certain way. They have their Pennsylvania subsidiaries separate from the whole corporation. And by internal accounting, they arrange things so that Pennsylvania subsidiary shows no profit. Um, the larger corporation, which is based in Delaware, uh, charges the Pennsylvania corporation for the goods that they sell. They charge them at a high enough rate so that no profit's made in Pennsylvania. They charge the local subsidiaries for the use of the name General Motors, say. Uh, and again, that reduces the profits that the Pennsylvania subsidiary makes. Um, they charge the local subsidiary for national advertising. Uh, again, that reduces the profits to the local subsidiary while the corporation makes a lot of money. So through these machinations, uh, the local subsidiaries of major national and multinational corporations show no profit, and thus they don't pay any taxes. And that's why 73% of Pennsylvania corporations pay absolutely no taxes to the state at all. Uh, and it's not just a national problem. That's the Delaware loophole, because corporations are based in Delaware, and the local subsidiaries pay no taxes. There's a Cayman Islands and a Bahamas loophole as well. They're corporations that are chartered in those places or in Ireland and have local subsidiaries in Pennsylvania. The local subsidiaries show no profits, but the larger worldwide corporations found in the Cayman Islands or the Bahamas, they make lots of money. So what we're calling for is combined reporting, and we're actually calling for worldwide combined reporting. What combined reporting means is if a corporation has a subsidiary here, uh, then we get information from the whole corporation about what they make in profits worldwide, and we apportion the worldwide profits or the national profits in terms of the same percentage of sales that they make in Pennsylvania relative to the whole world or the whole country. So if a company uh, gets 25% of its sales in Pennsylvania, then we say they should attribute 25% of their profits to Pennsylvania, and that's what we're gonna tax them on. Now, this is not a new radical idea. Uh, states in this country have been doing this, uh, at least in terms of the national uh, reporting, uh, since the 1930s. Right now, 27 states have combined reporting. It would be very easy for corporations to uh, to use combined reporting in Pennsylvania because they already make the worldwide calculations or the national calculations to pay the state taxes in other states. Um, there's absolutely no evidence that shifting from separate reporting to combined reporting would cost any jobs 
Michael Mazarov, one of our uh, uh, friends from the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, did some research and he found out that in a state such as Maryland, which has combined reporting, um, the companies that have subsidiaries in, Mar in Maryland uh, don't move, have no intention of moving. And in fact, many of them have their home bases in Maryland, even though they have combined reporting there. So uh, that's the policy solution. If we did combined reporting, just taking into account the profits that corporations make in the United States, which is called Waters Edge Combined Reporting, the Pennsylvania Department of Revenue estimates that we'd bring in $677 million a year at the same tax rate we have now. Um, if we did worldwide combined reporting, that would probably add another three or $400 million a year. It's also possible we could cut our tax rate a little bit on corporations and still bring in hundreds of million dollars uh, in new money. And that would help the corporations in Pennsylvania who've always had an unfair disadvantage because multinational corporations and multi-state corporations don't get taxed here. But if you're a corporation only doing business in this state, uh, you get taxed at a fairly high rate. So that's our, the policy proposal, and that's what we think Pennsylvania ought to adopt. Now, here's the... Uh, whatever million dollar question multi-million dollar question in this case um and that is what are the politics of this um you know what what is the uh likelihood that this is something that could garner bipartisan support and and move through the through the general assembly well here's the funny thing um we just had a hearing before a senate committee and the Tax Foundation, which is one of the largest uh, right-wing uh, think tanks, uh, came in and said they don't have any objection to combined reporting. They actually think it's fair. Yet our politicians in Pennsylvania on the Republican side um, have shown no interest in adopting it. Democrats have supported. Governor Wolf has included combined reporting of one kind or another in his budget for each of the last three or four years. And you know, to be honest, John, this raises a serious question about our, our democracy. Why would a Pennsylvania legislator, whether they're a Democrat or Republican, uh, who's elected by Pennsylvania to serve Pennsylvanians, oppose a policy that asks corporations based in other states, in some cases based in other countries, to pay more, and that could at least create a level playing field with corporations in this state, maybe even in their own districts. Or if we cut the corporate tax rate just a little bit, uh, benefit Pennsylvania and local corporations. Our representatives are representing someone, but it's not clear that when they oppose combined reporting, they're representing anyone who elected them. I think they're representing the big corporations who are giving them campaign contributions or some misguided ideological notion that corporate tax system we have now that allows 73% of corporations to pay nothing is somehow a conservative ideal. It's not. Even the conservatives will tell you that. Well, it, it isn't also part of the pitch here that um, combined reporting, you know, to whatever degree it would be instituted is, uh, is, a, is a small business or like a mom and pop 
business-friendly initiative, right? Well, sure. If, if you have a small business and, you know, many of them are not corporations, but at least you're paying taxes at the personal rate of 3.07%. Why should you be paying that when multinational corporations are paying at the rate of 0%? Um, and if you have a little bigger business and you have a, you've set up a C-class corporation, then you could be paying 9.9%. And again, the big multinational corporations are paying zero. So it really is an issue of fairness to, to small businesses and to Pennsylvania-based businesses. Mark Steer, the director of the Pennsylvania Budget and Policy Center. Uh, we are going to make sure that we have a link to the report itself in the notes or descriptions of the podcast. But uh, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure, John. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget, check out our website, krc-pbpc.org. There you can find links to our Facebook page or Twitter account, policy papers and memos, and links to more podcasts just like this one. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you're listening uh, on things like Apple iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks again for uh, listening, and we will talk to you again next time.